In these weeks, we preface our weekly reading of Pirkei Avos with the famous statement, Kol Yisrael Yeshlem Chelik La'olam Haba. Every Jew has a portion in the world to come. In Mesechtas Brachis, however, we find where the Gemara asks, Ezehu Ben Olam Haba. Who is a Ben Olam Haba? We say every day by Davenik, Tanat Ve'eliyahu, Kalashoyna Halachas Bechayoyim, Muftechloy, Shehi Ben Olam Haba. We find yet another expression, Mezuman Lachaya Olam Haba. So what's the difference between all these three expressions? Chelek Olam Haba, Mezuman Lachaya Olam Haba, and Ben Olam Haba. So Chelek is from the word Chelka, a plot. Every Jew owns a piece of land in Olam Haba. And it's incumbent on us to cultivate and develop our land by learning Torah and doing mitzvahs and performing chesed on this world. However, while some choose to leave it uncultivated, others develop it. Some build a small hut on their property, while others build a palace or a skyscraper. What we do with our chelka, our lot, and what it will look like when we come to claim it, are totally dependent on our deeds in this world. However, some will live in a tiny shack with no plumbing and no AC, while others will be wined and dined in a five-star luxury resort. That's Chelek A Ben Olam is someone who's already experiencing the spiritual elevation of Olam now. He's a son of Olam It's as if he already inherited a portion of Olam in this world. He's already reaping the benefits and enjoying the pleasures of the world to come in this world. Like we hear the expression, he's a ben A ben is not necessarily someone that's a Rosh Hashiva or learns in a koil all day. It's someone that their life revolves around Torah. He might be busy all day earning a living, but his focus is on Torah, on observing the Shulchan Aruch. You interact with them and immediately you can tell he's focused on Torah. Likewise, a Ben Olam Haba is someone that's not occupied with material possessions, with physical pleasures. It's an elevated life, a life that's connected to eternity. David HaMelech says in Tehillim, What does that mean? Says the Medrash something amazing. Every day when I wake up in the morning, I think of all the places I have to go today. I have to go here, I have to go there, I have to go to this place, to that place. However, Despite all my well-thought-out plans, my feet would automatically take me to the base medrash. David HaMelech was a king. He ran a country. He was a warrior. He was a very busy man. So we understand, if he wakes up in the morning and his staff hands him his itinerary, you have to meet with this head of state, with this prime minister, you have to appease the right, you have to appease the left and the independents, these lobbyists, those special interest groups. So David said, In every step of life, they are pulling me in all different directions. I have so many derachim, so many different options to consider, so many decisions to make. However, in the end, I consult with the Shulchan Aruch. What is Das Torah? What does Hashem want me to do? That's a Ben Torah. That's an example of a Ben Olam Haba. Rabbi Waxman told over this incredibly heartwarming story. Back in the 80s, there was a younger man in Lakewood that was married for five years and he very much still wanted to stay in Kailal. 
but money ran out and his parents could no longer support him. So one morning, with tears in his eyes, he tells his wife, I lined up a job interview for later today. His wife tells him, let's look around the house. Maybe we can sell something and he can still stay in Shiva and learn. They hardly had any silver and their furniture was third hand to begin with. She thinks for a moment and says, here's my diamond ring, sell it. At first he refused. They say a diamond is forever, but his wife insisted. She said, if you can learn for a few more months, it's worth more to me than my diamond ring. He calls his friend to find out where you can sell a diamond ring. His friend tells him, I have a cousin that works in Manhattan in the diamond district. He's an honest person, you can trust him. He'll give you an estimate. So he travels to Manhattan, and he comes into the store, and a chassidish yid is manning the shop. And he asks him, how can I help you? He reaches into his pocket. I want to sell this ring. So he takes out his loop and he says, It's only 45 points and it has a flaw. I'll give you $1,500. Then he says, You know what? It might be worth more. Go down the block to my brother's store. He has more experience. Show him the ring. In the meantime, he goes to his back office and he quickly calls his brother. Moshe, I'm sending you a younger man. He wants to sell a ring. Find out why he's selling it. And whatever you pay him, I'll pay you half. He walks into the store and he shows him the ring. And he asks him, can I ask you, why are you selling this ring? And he tells him, I'm in Koilu and we're pressed for money. And my wife suggested that I sell her ring so I can remain in Koilu a little bit longer. Okay, he takes out his loop. He looks at it for a few minutes and he tells him, this ring is worth $10,000. And the Gaman tells him, did you see it's only 45 points and it has a flaw? Yes, yes, I saw everything. He goes into a safe, pulls out $10,000 from a brown paper bag and he hands it to him. And the Gaman is overjoyed. And as he's about to leave the store, he calls him back. He picks up the ring and he tells him, give this back to your wife. I don't know how much this ring is truly worth, but your wife is worth a lot more than this ring. These brothers may be working on 47th Street, but they are true Ben Torah Yidin. In fact, all four protagonists in this story are the true definition of what a genuine Ben Oilam Haba is all about. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.